Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. It's time for questions. You've got questions. The internet has questions. Tom and I have answers. We don't, we don't guarantee that there'll be good answers. Yes, not always can it be guaranteed that we'll give the best uh, advice. But, but look, we've been doing this for, for well over a year now, a few months over a year now, um, and I feel like we've got pretty good at it. I think we've accumulated enough ideas, enough advice, enough... There uh, are people with less experience than us who are doing this as their jobs. That's right. So this is Ghost of Boyfriend's Past, and we have our mini-sode today where we are going to be your favourite agony aunt and uncle and answer your questions. That's right. Um, do you want me to open the... You kick it off, Tom. Um, okay, here's one from Rita who uh, could be could be my lovely lady from their <laughs> opening sentence. I suffer from anxiety. I can actually get breathless in the early stages of a conversation with someone and it's putting me off dating completely. Any tips for feeling more at ease when meeting someone new? What do so, you reckon, Liz? I am a fellow anxiety sufferer. Mm. My my affliction causes me to talk louder and fill all of the silences rather than get breathless and stop talking. So when I'm anxious, it can become the lead show and I don't like it and a lot of people either don't like it too. My best advice for dating would be you cannot tell yourself it's a date. Mm. The best dates that I've had are me just going, cool, I'm just going to hang out with this new person. Um, and because I don't even know them, it doesn't really matter if it goes well or not um, because I never have to see them again if it doesn't go well. But like, I have to treat it as just having a coffee with a mate because otherwise I get really nervous and turn people off with my over verbosity of, uh, yeah, I'm doing it I now. Think we've, um, <laughs> I think we've explored this idea on the, on the on podcast gone by, but something like take the pre- try and take the pressure off a first date or date. Absolutely, you're not. We've I think we've built up this idea in society that will put pressure on a date that you're going to meet uh, this person and this very well could be your your soulmate, my no, friend. That's and you so go, much oh my god, this could be my soulmate. What if I fuck it up? What if I do this? No. And then so that's just extra nerves and anxiety that's that's been hunt, uh, slumped onto your shoulders. So guess- you're not you're not going to meet your soulmate in all probability. So treat it as the vetting process that it is. Yeah. You're only going to find that you're going You're to interviewing them. Yeah. You shouldn't be nervous. That's right. Like, go into it just thinking, I'm I'm trying to find out if I want to hang out with this person, not, not on- I need to make this person want to hang out with me. That's right. Not only are you seeing if you're a good fit for them, but you're seeing if they are a good fit for you. So, I know that's... I hope this wasn't from your girlfriend, by the that's way, no, because no, it's really <laughs> awkward that it, she wants to date yes. him, so... No, no, I've, I've always... I've long maintained, go on, find, you'll find someone. No, I'm kidding. Um... um 
one other thing I do think that's good for anxiety dates is to make sure that the date is centered around an activity um, yeah. because then you don't have to feel silences or talk or impress. You can either work together or against each other on whatever the activity is. Like, mm. I mean, we say it all the time, but bowling. Bowling's <laughs> a good, dumb first date. Escape rooms, going for a walk somewhere so that it's not just stillness and talking. You know, giving another yeah. activity to focus on can quite often, and that's what I do for my mindfulness as well. When, I, when I'm having an anxiety attack, I'll sit down and write out like as many Game of Thrones characters' names as I can remember, and then I'll try and do it in alphabetical order. Because while you're focusing on one thing, it's almost impossible to focus on something else. That's right. That's right. So if you're focusing on kicking someone's ass when you're doing some <laughs> kind of competitive thing, you'll be less nervous around them. And also, it lets them see you at a more relaxed, like, fuck yeah, I'm winning, mm. kind of, without throwing it in their face. Don't throw it in their face on a first date. So uh, whilst there aren't tips there, in for specifically dealing with anxiety and talking with people, you can take some of that. You can alleviate some of the some of that stress, some of that anxiety by doing a, a couple of our things. Yeah, Elizabeth, a question for the floor. Yes. So, hi, Liz, Tom, and Zane. Oh, hello. Love the podcast and just finished binging the back catalogue, and I'm pretty pissed off. I have to wait for episodes week by week now. <laughs> Look, sorry. <laughs> don't pressure us, okay? My girlfriend and I recently started calling each other pet names, and I. I hate the one that she's given me. Uh, I love that she's given me one. Don't get me wrong. I think it's adorable. But honestly, I would be mortified if she slipped up and called me it in public. How do I tell her this without hurting her feelings Uh, and wanting to keep the pet name thing going? I have a sneaky suspicion that you don't get a say in it, my friend. Unless it's because, unless, okay, no one ever, no one can ever choose their own nickname. No, you can't. And And if you do, if you try to make fetch happen, it will never happen. That's right. Um, your your partner will call you uh, sugary, sweet, cutesy things. I don't know what this particular term yeah, is. Well, if I she's kind of want to know. A, if she's calling you a C, <laughs> and that's her oh, nickname for you. Oh, my precious little C word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's her nickname for you. You could probably say, eh, honey, I don't like you calling me a C at the shops. It's yeah, not good. I wonder, it, because it's a, it's a guy who's written in, I wondered whether it was something emasculating. But my friend, um, yeah, you need to cop that if she calls you her little her little schnookums you become her li- you are her little schnookums and you take all of your I wonder if you your... can negotiate though that this is a private name and I love it but please don't share it with my mates so it's breaching the privacy yep in that case you are allowed to say darling I know I can't uh, I, I can't change you calling me little schnookums but um, but my them. need I need you um, I would feel bad and terrible yeah, list your like, reasons I love I love that we have pet names it's adorable please don't call me this in front of my friends but yeah, yeah like we've <laughs> like we've articulated on the podcast before you are allowed to have feelings you are allowed to have your feelings heard yep so choose your battles over because uh, a cutesy nickname uh, to me that's not a is, hill that anyone should die yeah on. don't die on that hill um, but also when you do sit down and, and talk to her express your feelings be heard and, and that's all very valid and maybe if you, she hears that you don't want to be called it in front of your friends maybe she might rethink it on her own terms I would err uh, with some caution there because what happens when someone complains about or doesn't want to be uh, called something you just you double down earnestly I don't know like I one of my exes I don't know how it happened but we used to call each other kitten kitten which I really liked and he actually didn't hate it until I said it in one of in front of one of his mates and I didn't even think about it I was like hey kitten can you come into the kitchen they were like kitten and then five minutes later they were like actually that's really cute 
And I was like, yeah, it is really cute. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but yeah, I yeah, it's. I'm sorry, you're stuck with it unless it's offensive. And you, if you like the pet name thing, that's you're done. Tom, <laughs> uh, Elizabeth, what romantic uh, cliches or scenarios do you just vehemently disagree with? Oh, or um, not believe in? Well, soulmates for one. Soulmates for one. I don't one. think. I don't think the, the. I mean, we've discussed it before on this podcast. The public notion that you can have one person that you are meant to be with is mathematically unsound. How many? <laughs> like seven billion humans. And the fact that your soulmate would somehow be born in the exact same town in which you live or like um, what other romantic cliches I don't think that Valentine's Day needs to be a thing um, if the whole day you can just go yeah like I think it's a nice opportunity to do something nice but if you're not showing romance on other days then you've got a relationship problem yeah that's um, and tr- I don't true. believe that you need to I actually don't believe in um Real engagement rings. I I yeah. have yep. always said that if I was to get engaged to somebody, that I would like, I'd be happy with like a, a fake moissanite stone in a like I'd I say white gold because it's a bit more sturdy than if it was like I don't mm. want some metal yep. that's going to snap. But if you get me like a sturdy setting and a fake stone that costs like you know under a thousand dollars. I would be happier with that, that we can spend money on something that actually matters because wearing something that is that expensive on my finger causes me intense anxiety. Um, and I just don't think it's worth it. I don't I don't buy into paying money for engagement rings. I once had a friend who was upset that her engagement ring wasn't worth three months of the guy's salary because that's what they say, yes. they being the diamond yeah. industry <laughs> that created all of this funny, bullshit. Funny, three right? months salary for something that's on someone's finger. That is the dumbest thing. Sorry. I have opinions. No, they are valid and I asked you for them, so what, that's what, fair. What cliches do you not agree with? Bathing together can... Uh, oh, that is can, all kinds of awkward. It never out. works out unless you've got a massive tub. Unless you're in an Olympic-sized swimming pool, the in, one it's bad time. was when I was in Thailand with an ex, they had this massive outdoor tub where you can actually have your space and it's quite sexy to be bathing with yeah, somebody when so, you can have your space. But if you've got someone's leg jammed up against yours and you're trying to lean back but half of your body's out of the water and it's getting a bit cold and then someone elbows you in the crotch while and they're one, trying to get up. One, one like, person ends up with the tap. And one person ends back. up with a face full of hair. Like, it's just not a good time. Um, it's not romance but it's dating. Anyone who puts on stupidity or ignorance as an act to sound cute or look cute can, can yeah. walk out the door. No. Uh, no, no, thank you. Intelligence is valued here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there are a couple of uh, yeah. romance sort of Traditions cliches. and whatnot that we're against. Like uh, there is, I'm sure once you rack your brain through romantic comedies, you'll find some. Oh, you'll find some tricky ones. Absolutely. Rocking up un- uh, unannounced at the front door, <laughs> holding yeah, signs. Yeah, call first. Yeah, give me, um, give me a bell. I don't mind a grand gesture as long as it's as long as grand gestures are fine to me if they're either private or if there's something that you know I'm going to say yes to anyway. Because if you do something in front of a crowd and you're unsure of what my answer is going to be, I would have a panic attack. Mm, Not into it. All right. Uh, I've got another one. Uh, We'll call this the last one for this app. Okay. Um, I have a dilemma I hope you can help with. I've recently discovered that my friends don't like my boyfriend. Ah. One of my friends let it slip when we were talking about hanging out that she doesn't like him and mentioned that no one in my friendship group does. I was really shocked and I didn't know what else to say, so we left it there, but I'm really not sure of where to go from here. Help. Uh, I'll quickly latch onto this off the get-go and say I recognise this. I have to be tricky with what I say here, 
because someone in my orbiting satellite of uh, family members is dating someone that no one else in the family oh, likes, right? Yeah. And and she, I'll, I'll have to say, she is aware that there's some uh, furrowed brows, mm-hmm. but not at the full extent of... You know when everyone, when you're all in agreement on one one person, you've all yep. read them the same way. So this has happened, but we say we we be, so we we go in circles. How can she not know? How can she not see it? That and it's not it's not abusive. Or it's just a, not a nice person, right? Not a good nice person. So we say, is it our duty to to tell them to inform them? Mm. But we also argue like she has found safety and security and something with this man that no one else can see or want or like. So. So is it our is it our case our place to interfere and it's not an and she's not being harmed in any way it's no, just a, it's we'll just a person it. we don't like you know what's your what's the what's the line is our is our not liking them being more selfish than and than but just this laying is from the be. perspective of the person whose boyfriend isn't like so let's just say this person in your family finds out that literally everybody hates this guy so what my first my first instance um having been in this position would be to turn around and go ask yourself first a couple of a couple of pretty important questions about your relationship because in my experience um, when a lot of people who know you well and care about you don't like somebody there may be a reason and it could it might not be anything but the first thing I would do was just take just check in with yourself and just kind of go okay what is the reason why these people may not like this person and I think where you go to from here this girlfriend this isn't something you found out through like looking in a diary or whatever someone has said this to you so Mm. you're well within your rights to go back and just go hey I haven't been able to stop thinking about the fact that you said this and without being confrontation at all I just really want to know um, what not why don't you like him but what is it about him that you Mm. don't like I think that's a more pointed question that's going to get you um, answers that you can take into your mind evaluate and see if they are true for you and either take on board or, or get rid of but I think it's important to communicate with your friend and find out what is it that they don't like and if it's just that it's a personality clash with them you know whatever but then if they come to you and say I don't like the way that he treats you when he does this that or the other then maybe that's some thinking that you need to do but she brought this up to you so you can ask her and communicate um, and decide whether you want to take that information in or not and look if they give you a reason that you don't think is truthful or doesn't stand up for you um, and you know they don't like them then find new friends to hang out with like you can still hang out with your mates one on one but just don't invite him i guess yeah it's a, it, it is a tricky one i also know that uh, people the, the person on the re- in the relationship will often <laughs> not want to hear or will not hear what no. you what the friends are, are saying and thinking so but sometimes they will it's take it, they they may in like in my case they may not take it in at the time but yeah. they will file away for later and when other things happen in the relationship that previous evidence can form part of an opinion that might help them get out of something that they mm. shouldn't be in. Like that they might be like, fuck you. Like, but the fact that this also that that this um person is willing to ask where do I go from here means that they kind of want to know what to do next. And I think find out the reasons and then assess. What yep. do you reckon? Yep. yep. I, I would I would agree. Assess and let that inform your Great. your um your movement going forward. Well, cool. That's, is that's that a it mini-sode? for another mini sode for us today. Um if you would like to uh, us to answer your questions 
questions, you can go to our Ghost of Boyfriends Past group therapy group and post them in the group. You can send us private messages on any of our social media. You can send us an email at ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com. You can give us a rating on Apple and write the question there if you really want to, or you can just tell us why you listen to us because that's really nice. We love it when people do that. Even further than that, if you're an expert in communication and you hear us stumble over answering one question or you're an you're a relations, relationships expert and you're here is stumbling over info get in touch and give us a better answer yeah you know, if you've yes got and if you want to help any of the people that we are answering questions for write your own answer in and and i will either connect you to that person or read it out on air yeah we'll we'll we will try and make amends for for uh, bad advice given but as always i hope everyone stays safe looks out for one another um write us in your relationship history we want to hear all of it uh and we will see you for our main episode next week are you sick of humans do you want to learn cocktail facts to horrify your co-workers at your next fancy christmas party or do you simply want to horrify the next person that rants about what lifestyle is or is not quote-unquote natural then you should listen to fornication one of the most ethically questionable podcasts out there dedicated to unnecessary education and airing out mother nature's dirty laundry Tune in for exciting phrases such as love darts, elastic navel cavities, echolocation jamming reproductive organs, and inconveniently located teeth. If any of those phrases horrified you, that's okay. You're completely normal, and I welcome you in your affliction anyways. So stop by and learn about all the Google searches I did so you don't have to. Phonication is available on all platforms and for as long as I fly under the FBI's radar. New episodes every other hump day, because of course I chose Wednesday. Uh, that's not kind of Productions podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.